Omis, welcome to the news of the week. I'm your host, Shark11, and today is the 29th of April 2022. We are talking about this week in the editorial, Prepare to Man the Walls, and this kicks off by talking about the interim range stability policy or generalized inverse bonds. So what this was passed earlier this week is an OIP, OIP 95, 4, 4, OIP 94. Um, and uh, it's to set the um, well, first of all, what it does is it reduces the liquidity, but the important, like kind of more important thing um, is that it, it set these 200k uh, inverse bonds per day. So you come to the protocol, you give the protocol your ohm, and they will give you uh, die at sort of 0.5 or 1% have been the buys at the moment above market price. Uh, so this places positive price pressure on ohm as... The, the ohm is coming well if you're going to sell anyway then it doesn't really but it it absorbs that sell order that otherwise would have happened or if you want to kind of increase your ohm and you're going to buy it anyway you might come along and and sort of reroute it through uh these inverse bonds to get kind of one percent more uh so what this will do is have a consistent price pressure so i think i saw today they're actually doubling them because it's not the market's quite volatile at the moment. We've seen a drawdown to like 2260 at the moment. Um, and the um, their policy team thinks it's uh, a great time to kind of get ohm off the market. Uh, it's kind of, you know, getting close to the cheapest ohm has ever been. So it's a good time for to pull that ohm off the market instead of the treasury kind of doing it at some higher price because that's more expensive for the treasury. Uh, so yeah, we just kind of covered in the uh, editorial that this is kind of the deliberate and precise market interventions that we've come to expect from the policy team where they think through very carefully why they're doing something and with a certain goal in mind, and then they execute that. And it's executed very cleanly. We've seen the marketing uh, team put out you know, a bunch of educational material about it, which is great. So the market understands what's happening. Um, but yeah, you really just need, you know, a couple of participants who are, you know, willing to take that arbitrage opportunity of the 0.5% or whatever, and they will come along and do it because there's sort of a small amount of money to be gained and you can just automate it. I mean, I expect to see, um, you know, you'll be have these sort of R bots that'll kind of keep it, it once they sort of get it mechanized then they'll be able to do it at like you know very low um amounts uh because they'll just sort of make the buy and then uh go buy ohm off the market and then in the same block sell it to ohm and then sell i mean get the die and then they'll just end up with die so they've just made like 0.5 percent profit or 0.25 but yeah i expect to see what we expect to see, the uh, very slim margins on it, um, which is very cool. Um, so this is kind of big news, right? Because it's the first time that they've done this. Um, and doing it in a deliberate fashion with these small amounts means that the market can sort of come to have some confidence, um, especially where they see it happening every day, that it will continue to happen. And then what will hopefully happen is people will say, oh, okay, they're making all these buys you know, every single day. So why would I sell my own now 
when I could sell it for more later because I know these buys are going to keep on happening um, if the price kind of keeps at this, you know, kind of what the treasury thinks is an irrational level. Uh, so very bullish um, on the implementation of this. I think it's a great innovation. And this is kind of doing it in this very deliberate fashion is very Olympus, right? Because this is new tech. No one else has done this before um, in a systematic way like this. So um, very cool to see, always innovating. Um, and then we had a reference in there to uh, the podcast. We had Natch211. He does, um, he was one of the core contributors in marketing. He uh, was one of the brave souls who was uh, kind of working day in, day out during that migration period in December. Uh, and we had him on the podcast to talk about uh, macro and kind of what's happening with Russia and oil and gas and, you know, what's going to happen with crypto. So if you haven't, I recommend you check it out. It's a really cool episode. But, you know, he notes that like uh, Ohm is a unique product. And it always has been, um, you know, because it it's always been trying to be this decentralized reserve currency. Um, and, you know, we got distracted from that a little bit with all that craziness that happened last year. But, you know, the goal is there and we've got, you know, the Treasury to do it. So I think I think we, we're going to we're going to see leaps and bounds towards that in the next couple of months. So hang tight. Um, I know the price is down bad, um, but, you know, there's there's mechanisms in place to take advantage of that, right? Get get Ohm off the market. Um, so on the grapevine around the Omiverse, uh, we just noted that we're having a little bit of a revamp. That's Agora. We're going to update our branding. You know, you've got to give a refresh every so often. Um, and then um, we're going to have a bit more bits and pieces in the dispatch um, and focus a little bit more on the Omiverse. Um, and this is like on the grapevine is kind of the first step towards that, but hoping to like kind of uh, expand on that. So then next up we had OAP95, which is open a frack spot pool. And we just noted that Zeus <laughs> dropped a little bit of alpha and we've highlighted it there where he says, um, and this one's about adding. Uh, pool on FrackSwap, which is a uh, time-weighted average market mega. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, and he notes that FrackSwap today can be added to Atlantis in the future with no further action. Um, so if we have our pool, then we'll be able to take advantage of Atlantis who are building on top of FrackSwap. Um, and this is the first kind of official information we've heard about Atlantis for a little while now. And it's this uh, outside team who are building this uh, DEX um, infrastructure. I think I think they're just using kind of FrackSwap now, but they've got some cool innovations with like tokenomics and really getting Ohm as like this massive liquidity rail. So very cool to see. Then we um, saw Redacted Radio making their long-awaited comeback. Um, some of the contributors at Redacted Radio, also contributors at Agora, were big fans of theirs. So they released episode six uh, about the Hidden Hand and Pyrex, and they had on um, the Who's Who of uh, Redacted over there, which was very cool to see. Um, congratulations, guys. And we've linked the Hidden Hand episode in the dispatch. So if you want to have a listen to it, you can listen to it direct, actually, just hit play. But it also has the link there if you want to, like, um, 
downloaded or whatever. Uh, Bearer Chain, so they had a community call with Torun Chitra. Uh, Torun, he wrote the Berkeley paper on Olympus, uh, the kind of price control mechanisms that are possible with the inverse bonds. Um, and it was very cool to see um, him kind of taking an interest in an I assume he must have like some <laughs> some some uh, relationship with the with the bearer chain. Um, so he's there talking to kind of the architect Dev Berra um, about their staking derivative, which is this uh, proof of liquidity. So you have your liquidity pool, so your like LP token for your like say if it was Uniswap, you'd have like your Dai ETH, and then you could go and use that as the staking mechanism for the blockchain. Um, so very cool to see. They also dropped their white paper. You can check it out. It talks about sort of their um, local stable coin and then their local borrow and lend stack that's directly built on uh, the bearer chain natively. Um, and very cool to see that there. Congratulations to the bearers. Uh, and then we had another article from Arthur Hayes uh, called the doom loop. Um, <laughs> uh, so this e Arthur Hayes, he's like a famous trader. He's one of the founders of BitMEX. Um, he was in trouble in the U S for uh, some alleged market manipulation type stuff. But the reason we include this is because it's important to know kind of what's going on in these articles uh, do have an impact on the market because the big players do read them and they, kind of listen to what he's saying. So this one is talking about the yield curve control, which is where a central bank will say, oh, we're not going to let our bond rates go above a certain amount. Um, so so we've seen this kind of play out with the Bank of Japan. Uh, they, like two days after the article dropped, they said they're going to kind of have this yield curve control on the 10-year bond rate there at 0.25%. They said we're not going to let it go above that, um, which is kind of crazy to see. But the article was more about sort of what what will what what kind of is the game theory of happens that in Europe um, where uh, the there's this increased inflation, uh, but they can't raise rates because the kind of southern nations are. Um, I wouldn't be able to pay back their government debt otherwise um, because they would have to pay higher bonds, which they can't do. Um, and then what happens in China when they have to kind of try and store their wealth, but they'd be wary about doing that with uh, Russia having their kind of foreign reserves seized by the US. Um, it's very, very interesting read. You can listen to it. Uh, like if they have like a play feature on Medium now. So you can just listen to kind of like a little podcast if you want. Uh, but yeah, they're kind of important to know. And we want to like educate people about what's happening uh, in the in the crypto sector and the things that are like making news. So pop that in there. Uh, and if you have a tip for the grapevine or a partner with some news, just hit us up uh, via DM on Twitter or one of our reporters directly. Um, you can hit me up on Discord um, and then we'll include it in next week's uh, dispatch. And then we'll get on the news of the week too. Uh, OIP 93 Mint and Sync passed. Mint and Sync is... Uh, one of their most important proposals, because what it means is that um, the rewards 
so say you have your own and you don't want to provide liquidity with like die or fracks or whatever because then you won't get your rebases but what this means is if you in you have naked ohm so unstaked ohm in a pool then th the protocol will be able to mint your rewards directly into the pool um which is great right um because it means that we can have more pairs against ohm and like if you're bullish on another asset and you want to have like earn some trading fees because you think both ohm and that other asset are going to go up in value then you can sort of provide liquidity there which is great um so yeah we're very bullish on this um and it got kind of 888k ohm vote so that i think this is the highest vote to date which is great um i mean there's more and more ohm all the time so that's not super surprising <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they went with the option that Zeus recommended, which means we'll probably see a reduction in the reward rate um, down to like 430% or whatever. I don't think people pay much attention to that anymore just because everyone's kind of got their geome and they're like, well, you know, I don't really look at rebases. But yeah, the it, it's important that kind of OM as the asset is sort of... Um, has these rebases because when we turn bonds back on it'll mean that you're not getting diluted as a bonder uh, as a as a holder uh so op94 inverse bonds alive we touched on this in the um, beginning of the podcast in the editorial uh so this is you know very big news and they the oip kind of says uh we'll turn on these inverse bonds and start sort of buying ohm off the market by putting out a bond and then we will also uh reduce the liquidity from where it is now at like 17 percent to 10 percent and that's historically what it has been so it's kind of not a very big deal but it just means that it takes less capital to move the market so uh the, the kind of the inverse bonds will be more effective but uh, the other way as well right if people are selling um then that will have a bigger uh, impact on the price of ohm so we kind of saw this this morning i saw a tweet thread from corpy uh, about what's kind of happened uh, as ohm is 2260 at the moment which you know kind of sucks <laughs> but uh he identified like four massive transactions who were people who just like snapped it up when they announced the like interim bonds uh interim range stability policy um so uh, and then they sold and he kind of identified that they did it as a loss because they thought, oh, they're just going to do these like, you know, crazy big buys and then we'll make a profit and then we'll be able to dump our own again, right? Which didn't happen because the policy team <laughs> isn't going to let that happen because that'd be dumb. Um, so yeah, I think the bonds are now at 400k a day. They were at 200k and that measure is just put in place because we saw that price reduction so i mean if they're buying ohm off the market at 2260 you're getting more ohm for your buck um when you're kind of have these um market interventions from the treasury so actually quite bullish uh oap 95 open a frax pool a frax swap pool so this is the one we're talking about which mentions atlantis um but um the um frac swap is a kind of uniswap-esque um protocol but then it has this extra feature which is the twam where you can put an order and it will just sell your um 
assets over a period of time. So say there's liquidity for Frax and ETH, which there is on FraxSwap. And then you came along and then you said, oh, here's all my here's all my Frax. Can I buy ETH for it uh, over like, say, 60 days? And then it will do equal sales every single block over 60 days on your amount of um, Frax that you have, right, to buy ETH. So it's kind of like a, a dollar cost averaging uh, protocol, um, which is really useful for us, say, if we wanted to move from Frax to some ETH um, because we thought ETH was cheap and we wanted to rebalance the treasury, this would be the way that we do it. And then Frax had a like tweet, kind of they were really happy to see that um, Olympus is kind of being the first one to propose uh, to deploy a Frax swap pool and to like kind of indicate that we're going to want to be using the TWAMs to rebalance um, our treasury. Um, so yeah, tighter partnership with Frax. We obviously love Frax. Um, I'm a big fan of them personally as well. Um, but yeah, uh, very cool to see. Uh, Odyssey Genesis Mint. So uh, 29th, that's today. So it's happening right now. Um, I can confirm that I did participate in the Mint. Um, and so did most of the Agorians. Uh, but yeah, if you have your Omi Pass, which just is in your wallet and it'll detect it. And you can just go to the website, which we've tweeted about if you follow us on Twitter. Um, but yeah, also available on the Odyssey Discord. And there's an announcement on the main Discord. Uh, and you're able to mint the one of the three tiers. So there's the Goddess and there's 33 of those. And then the Emperor, which is 333. And then the Apollo, there's 3,333 of those. Uh, and they're kind of priced, I think the Apollo is like a hundred-ish dollars, and then the Emperor is like nine hundred dollars, and the goddess is like three thousand dollars. I'm not sure. Um like they're obviously they're priced in ohm, so it's um, you know, kind of they kind of vary on the price of ohm. Like actually ohm's quite cheap today, so <laughs> kind of a great day to do the mint. Um, cause you're going to get like a lot of ohm if, if, if people are paying in that. Um, and then they're, yeah, obviously it's the OMEC and they're going to have like a marketplace and they've got, you know, big plans for how they're going to roll this out. And then they've got partnerships with like Aplians, Bong Bears, Ethergals, like a bunch of others, um, who are doing some limited releases on the, um, Odyssey, the, OMEC platform uh, and then they have like NFT utility as well. So with the NFTs you stake them and then you gain XP and then you can redeem the XP for like an NFT or like ohm and then because the platform fees are paid in ohm and then you'll kind of get your share of the ohm and you can like burn it um i think they've gamified it uh, we're going to have them on the podcast soon so they'll be able to like explain it all to us and you'll be able to get a good understanding about that but yeah if you haven't already check out the genesis nft mint we're very excited about it uh, Twitter thread. So this was uh, thoughts on OIP 94, which is the interim range stability policy levers uh, from Zeus himself. Uh, and then he talks about sort of why the um, particular liquidity um, levels were targeted in in the proposal. And like there was 17% of ohm supply is on 
the uh, being provided in liquidity at the moment, and that's just not a, like a great amount if you're hoping to have these market interventions have a, like kind of consistent impact. That's kind of it'll be less effective if there's more ohm because you have to buy more off the market to move the price. But then on the flip side of that as well, if people are dumping their ohm, it'll move the price a lot more as well. So uh, it's. Very interesting. Zeus has his thoughts on it, and you can read them yourself. Uh, Omi of the week, Seamill. Uh, <laughs> love Seamill. Um, his quote is, Spoys is a potato and Jex owes me a bong bear. Um, I assume that was from a bet. Uh, not sure. He's kind of uh, the new father of OT. Some have called him. Um, but he's a constant um, and welcoming presence in the Olympus OT, uh, the fabled OT channel. Uh, he's on there with his like uh, own brand of humor, <laughs> sharing stories about his kids, complaining about the music being played in the Athenian clubhouse. Um, <laughs> very funny. Uh, and so he's like kind of originally heard about Ohm in March last year from Chico Crypto. And then he thought, oh, this is great. There's going to be this stability in price. And then we went on like a crazy roller coaster. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's kind of keeping OT alive, uh, through good times and bad. Um, and, uh, he, his love for OT goes back to the old AOL chat room days for him where everyone was a fuck. Uh, we can say that we're all adults. Um, and nothing was serious. Uh, that's very kind of chilled out vibes of OT. Uh, and he thinks people just need to, you know, learn to chill out and see the longer term. Uh, congratulations to Seymour, Omi of the week. Uh, meme of the week, we had Greycoin Good, which is Zach Galifianakis with his like face with numbers and equations, and then it's like, ohm number go up. Uh, and this was just making fun of the Moon Boys who thought that we were gonna like teleport from like, you know, twenty five dollars to like a hundred dollars, which would be like the hundred and twenty day moving average. But obviously, that's not, not that wouldn't be helpful for the protocol. And those are the exact people who bought in. And then we're like, oh, this isn't going up five times in a day. Oh, we're just going to dump our own. So that's kind of what we've seen. The price come back down a bit. But, you know, hopefully all the people who are going to sell have sold uh, this week. So uh, let's uh, bits of the week. Um, this week's bit um, kind of very interested in. Die. They've put up a proposal in the forums to kind of get involved in the curve wars. And, you know, it was like two weeks ago that we saw like their core team like bagging out curve and the curve ecosystem and stuff. And now they've like jumped headlong into it themselves. And they're like, oh, we didn't know. Oh, we're doing it differently. But it's like all the same anyway. Um, but yeah, that's actually kind of good because I think they've kind of, we're going to be suffering a lot and dies obviously in our treasury. We don't won't die to succeed. Um, but yeah, obviously um, our partners like Cracks and Luna and um, Tribe, we're also wanting them to succeed more because we actually own their tokens. Um, so maybe this means we'll get some maker. Who knows? Maybe not. I don't know. It's like very difficult for us because they're not really interested in um, giving any benefit to 
kind of people who hold it because they think, well, everyone's just got to hold die. So uh, anyway, uh, if you haven't, check out the NFT Mint and we will see you next week.